0: all right welcome back greetings we're here season two Mm -hmm. we made it and this to a second season this kind of counts as like a debut kind
1: of would you say yeah
0: yeah so okay um just a recap on what happened uh we took a bit of a hiatus all right and by hiatus i mean we were just off for a while um we had different things to do pretty much uh life got busy and now we're back all right sorry for the wait Alright, so anyway <clears throat> I know you've probably noticed by now The guy next to me This is not Kevin Definitely not Kevin no. Yeah, this is not cameo. Um, Don't worry, I didn't fire him Alright, he's still around He's just doing what he does best Producing How's it going? Say hi to the camera that's, that's him Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, <laughs> that's enough
1: I had I'm here
0: okay thank you thank you kevin i appreciate that um anyway who we have here though this is the focus of our episode today this is our good friend josh Hello. he is known as the owl shogun okay it sounds a little a little strange at first but think about it like this um he produces manga mm-hmm. he is an up-and-coming manga artist what he's got is fire so um <laughs> Thank you, that's that's what that's what the kids say these days, right?
1: Fire. Right, right. That's fire that's lit. I don't know. Oh right. yeah, it's lit. Sorry
0: guys, it's it's lit. It's it lit. Like, I mean it used to be dope back in the day, but I
1: don't Yeah, know. it used to be dope. It's a cool cool yeah. Internet culture changes so quick. Oh my god, like, like ridiculously. Like one thing you think I feel at... I feel old. Dude. And I'm not. We're like twenty five, we're young as hell. But like you'd be like looking up a year from now and like already like what are the kids saying? It's like another language. Dude, I'm I I don't know. I don't know. Like literally,
0: um a couple, a couple of weeks ago, I was meeting. I was meeting with some uh, with some people, uh, just family members, mm-hmm. um, and one of them's a teacher. And she said, "Oh, uh, I don't know what kids say these days. They just keep saying these slang words." And I said, "Just, just tell me. I'll tell you what they mean." And she said like three different words, and I didn't know what the hell they were. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even remember them actually. Um, but anyway, yeah, things change, stuff happens. This is the new co-host. All right, hello, internet. And um, yeah, we're just going to talk a little bit, a little bit about him. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead,
1: Josh. Tell tell us about yourself. All right. So where to begin? So um, as you already said, I'm actually a manga artist. Um, so I'm working on a series right now called Derrum. It is in it's a manga in a fantasy world inspired heavily by the Roman Empire. Um, I'm a student of history. I love history in all forms, but my particular interest is classical, and I always loved. The idea of Rome, the history of Julius Caesar, Marcus Aurelius. So I decided how interesting would it be to make the... Pretty much the manga and anime equivalents of gladiators and legionnaires. Because how cool would be that be? Shit is dope. Mm-hmm. Or lit. So um, it's not out yet, but I do got a few teasers out there. So please do check it out. We'll, put a, we'll pop a link at the end of the video. Um, but yeah. But for, but for now, like
0: check this shit out so 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 listen all right i met josh while uh actually the same place i met kevin
1: all right? westgate <laughs> yep. yeah
0: yeah and so um we were talking and it's so interesting sometimes you know you'll be surprised at the people around you and where they come from and the similar interests that you have mm. all right i um I do dabble oh, a little bit. Sorry. Wait, in the, wait, oh, th- th- thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Hold on. We, th- thanks Hold a lot. We like, we technical difficulties. Don't worry. Sorry, <laughs> folks. <we> put. Po- <laughs> <laughs> you got promoted to producer, and the first first thing, up, do, first thing you do, <laughs> first thing you do, first
1: hey, first day for everybody, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's all okay. Right. We good? Right.
1: We're good now. All
0: right, all right. All right. Cool. Um. So anyway. Yeah. I dabble a little bit in anime and manga. I'm not necessarily one of the kind of guys that reads every single day or watches anime every single day, but I like it. It's pretty cool. I like the stories. I like, um, I like a lot about it. All right? Um, and I'm not the only one. Uh, you know, obviously, of course. You know? Um, you have your fanboy types, of course. You have the uh, people who are heavily into it. Um, that's all they talk about. Uh, that's all I, that's all I think. And then Otak, you have people o- that you Otaku's,
1: wouldn't... weebs and those yeah, games, there
0: yeah. we go. Otakus and weebs, right? Y'all know who you are. And ain't nothing wrong with that. That's cool.
1: It's what you like, you know?
0: Yeah. But Be then you? you also have like the people that you would never think are into this kind of stuff. All yeah. right. Yeah. Like people, when I tell people I watch anime, they're like, what? <laughs> I do.
1: Cause I, Hey man, right? Hey man, like growing up back in the day, like, people make fun of you for like, oh, you like Naruto and stuff like that? Yet you keep that to yourself. At least I did.
0: I was uh, very man.
1: private about my interests until then when I, every time I see a guy like you, I'm thinking, oh, this guy's probably into like, you know, everything but anime. And then you say, yeah, I like DBS. He's like,
0: what? Yep. Yep. So, so, okay. Um, how did you, how did you start? Where, where, like, where was it? Like, like, like anime? Like, and like Yeah, anime? where, where was your, where was the day that, that, you know, young Josh was like, oh, you know what? I want to be a, a manga artist. I like this stuff.
1: <laughs> all right. So before I decided I wanted to actually do manga for a career, um, like anything else, like it started as an interest. Um, so since I was like four years old, like I grew up with like Nintendo and all that stuff. So Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z on Toonami, that was like my first exposure oh, yeah. to, Jack, to Japanese culture. But that was it. It was just cartoons.
0: Shout
1: oh, out Toonami. Toonami. That was my childhood baby but going forward in time um it's around sixth grade i'm 11 years old and i pick up i go to the bookstore and i pick up my first volume of naruto mm-hmm. i read through the whole thing put it down and i was so captivated so mesmerized by what i just read my 11 year old brain could have, was so i realized that it was an adult that made this and mm-hmm. i thought to myself why can't i do the same
0: Wait, 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 wait. You thought... What did you think about the other things? Did you think it was
1: like child slaves no, making, no, 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 making no. cartoons? Wow. Maybe. No, 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 no. It was just more of the this realization that, hey, they did this. I could do it too. Uh, okay. And then... Because you, you already were into art and
0: yes. drawing, I, right? Yeah, because
1: I, I always knew that... I didn't know what it was going to be, but somehow it was going to be a creative profession. Whether it was going to be in film or animation it was going to be something creative because i was drawing since i was a kid i was making comics already at age three i mean they're just little stick figures you wouldn't understand what they were but that's what i was
0: doing you know did you did you know fun fact about about um drawing the ability to draw is actually kind of a common misconception everybody on the planet has the ability to draw if you're able to pick up a pen what you have more of more so than i do is the ability to make what's in your mind onto paper? The it. Communi- like yes, fluidly draw it. Me, on the other hand, I mean, if I make a good stick figure, that's 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 a that's a win for me. <laughs> really, I I suck. I mean, yeah, you've hey, seen my drawings. Hey
1: man, your stick figures are beautiful. You know, no. <laughs> anyway, all right. Mm-hmm. So um, got to gotta continue on with the you know what led to everything. So. right, sixth grade, I decided I want to be a manga artist. Mm -hmm. And at that point, that's when I start taking seriously and watching a bunch more anime like Naruto and Bleach and Kogiasa, like as much as I can get to. And I start learning how to draw for real, um, studying different manga, okay, narrative structures. Because, I mean, a lot of people who want to be manga artists, they think, okay, it's just drawing, that's it, call it a day. Mm -hmm. But drawing is one thing. Telling a good story, that's actually really hard. Oh, you could be yeah. the best artist in the planet and there are plenty of artists out there that are way better than I am but they can't still tell a story for shit
0: that's true storytelling is one of the hardest things
1: it is it is a it is definitely its own study um how to t- I mean in the West we have the three act structure in Japan they have their own um format of storytelling and then character arts there's so much to it so many different variables it's like a science it really almost. is
0: it really is I am um, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> okay. Because when I was little, I used to talk a lot. Right. And I just talk and talk and talk and you like. You don't talk a lot st- st- <laughs> No. <laughs> Not enough, I guess. I don't know. I don't know but um, they they people would constantly ask me like, "Is there an end to your story? Ah, uh,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: I had that problem. I just keep on going.
1: I was guilty too. Because like, and then, and then, and then, we're like, yeah. Shh, like Josh, shut the fuck up.
0: Like, yeah. And Shut the fuck up. oh okay sorry um but yeah so so middle school you got you, that's when you started right mm-hmm. um what what happened after that like you, you went to middle school obviously you passed right and I then you hope, went yeah. to high school <laughs> and then you passed that too right so like once you got out of high school what did you want to do
1: that's where things got a little complicated um because i had a very set focus okay I got to want to be a manga artist. Obviously, um, manga is not a thing in America. You got to go to Japan for that. But I didn't have a plan to actually go to Japan. I I always thought that once I graduated high school, I was just going to go to Japan. I was going to get my work published by a big publisher like Shonen Jump. And everything was going to be smooth sailing. The anime, um, action figures, everything was going to be great. Come freshman, um, come graduation, nothing. No plan. I had no money, no legal mechanisms to actually get to Japan. And I had realized, oh, shit, I guess I have to go to college. But I didn't want to go to college. I wanted to make manga. But economic and other external forces pushed me towards that direction of going to college. Mm-hmm. And I decided upon Full sale University. Um, it's a college for um, – shout out to Full Sail students, Full Sail graduates. Um it's pretty much a school for... Yeah, yeah, um, Kevin over here in the back's like, yeah, because he was a full-scale student too. Um, it's just a school for, you know, if you want to go into multimedia. So I went specifically for video game art and computer animation um, because I thought that was... It wasn't manga, but at least it was something cool, very creative, where I could do art. I graduate 2014. I got my diploma. I'm ready to take on the world. And then like two and a half years of periodic unemployment later... I'm no closer to making manga than I was when I decided to do this back in sixth grade.
0: Okay. So, so after, <laughs> after college, you mm-hmm. did the typical college thing and on and off yeah. worked, right? Trying to find your way in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but you did do something that that's, that's really interesting. You tried to start a business.
1: Ah, yes. So, uh, all right, so 2017. Okay. So by this point, by the end of 2016, I was so fed up with my situation of not having enough money. I was still living with my parents and just nothing was going my way. And I was fed up at the time to stave off that frustration. I was reading a lot of books, a mm-hmm. lot, lot of books on history, science, and particularly business, a lot of business books, investing. But I didn't have the capital. I had a friend. I was actually my former roommate back in college, um, uh, living in California.
0: It's always the roommate. It's always
1: the college roommate. It's always the college. Yeah, yeah. Funny how that, ironic like that. Yeah. But he was living in California, he was a game developer, and he just so happened to also suddenly be having more entrepreneurial aspirations as well. So I, I called him up and said, hey, why don't we start a business? He's like, yeah, let's do it. And in the start of 2017, there I am back in, I'm in California, and we're working together to start a business.
0: Okay. All right. So you had a business in California. Mm-hmm. What happened? Oh,
1: business. So uh, it never went anywhere. Um, story of like most startup companies. There was a lot of logistical um, issues that were going on. Um, far too many to really... that It would just bog down the podcast. But essentially, um, we had different... Different ideas of how we wanted to go about certain things. So, um,
0: so it just ended up not working.
1: Yeah, it just didn't end up working. He also okay. got a good opportunity, like with his uncle, for real estate investment, and I was super happy, super pumped for him. Hey, and then you know what? There's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah, Listen, nothing wrong. With I it.
0: tried to start a business, and it's incredibly hard. It is incredibly it's, hard to start a business in the states uh, if you don't have the capital, if you don't, if you don't have a proper plan. Hmm. Um, and the the business I tried to start. I had everything going i was more of the the financer at the time i had i had the money and the, and and the capital to invest mm-hmm. and the other guy had the connections right I see, I see. um but uh, a very emotionally charged decision that he made ended up just killing everything and yeah. those connections all those bridges were burned and next thing you know i'm just sitting here with all this equipment and stuff and Nothing.
1: Damn, that's that sucks.
0: You know, so it, it, it it's it's hard. You know that people say you know don't go into business with your friends, don't go into business with your family, and that's the main reason is because there they there's too much um, too much,
1: ma- too many too many emotions, feelings, hurts, too many. They're too comfortable. They're too comfortable. Yeah.
0: That's the problem is that they're comfortable. When you're uncomfortable, you're gonna be more
1: successful it is true comfort is the death of progress but
0: okay so it didn't work that's fine that's, yes it, it happens
1: it happens it was you an know, experience doing,
0: doing that doing that alone doing that alone you know you've you done more than most most people um some people keep talking about opening a business or, or wanting to do a business and they just never do it for right. whatever reason um sometimes they're good reasons sometimes they're just lazy but the point is, is that you did it so all right that finished you came back to to, to florida
1: and um
0: right after that is when you met you met us right
1: not quite it was a little bit uh, still about a a a little over half a year away yet
0: okay so yeah a little bit of waiting then you, then you met us um we we worked at at this place for a summer yeah and then um after that i remember i remember very vividly you know, when I met you, we were t- we started talking more and more about manga and anime and stuff, mm-hmm. and nope. you you showed me your artwork and everything, and I said, "Wow, you know, you, you have a lot of good stuff going here." And actually, I read some of your your, your pages, and you know, the story is really good; it's very captivating. Thank but you. Um, you were telling me that you were more focused on actually making your dream come true, and you had a plan. But the problem was is that, just like with anything, it costs money.
1: Yeah, because I mean. Like today like I mean there's so many platforms on social media you could post stuff now but a lot of stuff is saturated it's not like how it used to be back in like the old the earlier parts of the internet if you want to be visible mm-hmm. you got to put some money into it I mean yes word of mouth and stuff can still work if you're good at social media but I'm not that good in social media I don't have a big presence so I I recognize if I was going to make a dent in this I had to I needed capital to do the marketing, but that's what I did not have, and so I was invisible.
0: It's tough. There's so much going on all the time.
1: Yes, a lot of factors. Okay,
0: you. I know. I know. We were talking. You said you had a plan and everything, and then we that that job into that summer, and you got another job. Tell me what happened there. That's that's really that's
1: really what. Okay, so after the job where we met, um. It was gonna be another little rough patch. A so much smaller period. It was on two and a half years this time, but I ended up getting this job. It was a I was just a front desk agent at a hotel. A yeah, chain. very customer service oriented job. It was shit. Yeah, uh, it was uh, garbage. Customer service is never all that fun. It was a it was a, it was a very demoralizing state, and I was always thinking about the manga dream, always always there. And then I'm thinking, how am I here? How is it that since 2006, at age 11 up till now, I am no closer than I was. And I thought I, I was feeling like I wasted my time. And I had like this existential crisis, so to speak. Right. And then one day, I come out of work. It was a very rough day. I get in my car. I let out a big scream. And then I whip out my phone and I apply for a job to go to Japan. Now, this was for teaching English. Um, One of the most common ways a lot of foreigners particularly in western english-speaking countries get to go into japan is by teaching english through yeah. dispatch companies like it could be like a jet program interact i applied for everything i could all of them said no except for interact and they said yes and a few months later i was in japan it was a interesting part of my life i enjoyed it
0: all right so You did what you wanted to do. You ended up going to Japan.
1: Yeah. What'd you see? A lot of stuff, but unfortunately, not as much as I could have. The the reason was because of monetary things. Right, right, right. It cost it cost money to do anything. It was um, because honestly, Juan, like right now, if I would, if I was still, like, if it was up to me, I'd still be in Japan right now. Like, I wouldn't be back here in Florida, but. You know, it was a lot of it was economic reasons, things that was out of my control, and I tried to be as frugal as possible. Mm -hmm. In spite of that, there was a lot of factors that pushed me, where like okay, it made sense. I had to come back here, even though I was finally in Japan. I was in the mecca of anime and manga. This was the place to do it. It's like if you want to be an actor, you go to Hollywood, or you know, that's where the industry is. But I realized I learned something too when I was in Japan. That was very important was about the nature of the the internet i didn't need japan to follow my dream anymore with the internet you could do anything i mean look at us right now we have a podcast we have the potential to reach millions of people around the world i mean i'm not saying like oh yeah right now but we can have the potential right now millions of people could be watching us and that's that's when we were born, that was not even a figment of our imagination. Now we could just put oh, this yeah. on YouTube, put just for a computer. Like, that's amazing. That's powerful. So I realized, finally, I made it to Japan, the top of the mountain. And that's when I realized I never needed that. And now I come back here with a full understanding of what needs to be done with the, biz- with the manga, treating it as a business, mm-hmm. as a media brand. And then leveraging the internet moving forward. I wish I knew that back after, like in 2014 when I graduated, but it's yeah, a process. You,
0: you needed to go through all that to get to where you're at now. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, a lot of times we think, oh, you know, I wish I'd have known. I wish i had done this. I wish i had have done that. But you need all those bad and good experiences to get to be the person that you are today. Mm-hmm. And it sucks to say it that way and it sucks to realize that, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, for example, when you... When you eat something sweet, right? It tastes great. I mean, I mean it should, right? I'm uh, just saying. Ideally, it, 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 unless you don't like sweets, then you're freaking abnormal. It's sad. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's say, let's say, for example, chocolate. Most people like chocolate. Most people do. I know some people don't, but I'm using that as an example, so you know, tough nuggies. But um, say you like chocolate, right? Do you know what the one way to make your chocolate taste better? Do Put salt. Really,
1: yeah. Putting the salt. Ah, you know what? I can I can see that. I can see. Yeah,
0: that. salt will it enhances it. Enhance your taste. The, the the taste buds that that taste the sweet part. Right. It just it stimulates everything. Yeah. Right? It, it shuts everything down. Is what it does. Everything ah, else. So that you only it taste the sweet. I see. So you know, it wouldn't be that sweeter. It wouldn't be that sweet without the bitter
1: yeah i mean anyway well i was just i was gonna say that like i always feel like a lot of things in life you could avoid by learning from the mistakes of other people but there's just certain things that you gotta you gotta learn certain lessons and some things can't be skipped exactly now i think very differently from when oh I graduated yeah. so yeah.
0: huge difference so okay I know, I know my viewers are like, oh, well, you know, Doc, where's the advice? Where's the, where's the, where's the category today? What are we talking about? What's going on? All right. I'm going to tell you this. This is episode one of season two. So we're just going to do our introduction here of my new co-host. But I want you to think about the whole story here. You have a young man who realized what he wanted to do, just like most of us. Once you get to that point, whether it's in sixth grade or, you know, high school or college or when you're 30 or 40, you get to the point where you realize exactly what you want to be doing with your life or just what you like in general, what you want to do. Okay. Then you go through these processes. You formulate a plan. You think about how to get to where you want to be, how to do that.
1: In fact, if I could say some people probably go their whole lives and never know what they want. Exactly. Just even, that's, that's scary. That is a scary thought to have. But ultimately, though,
0: he went through all of this to finally get the story that he's been cooking up since sixth grade. All right. And I've read some of this stuff and it is very good. Thank you. All right. It's very good. And I don't say that about many things. I'm actually kind of um, a Debbie Downer, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this, but. What? The Joker wasn't that good. Oh man,
1: he's he be talking about that now. <laughs> okay, I'm, I I'm to, just
0: I'm just saying that movie wasn't that good. I haven't seen it yet. You so. know, what else wasn't that good. What? The last Spider-Man
1: movie? Eh, I, it was alright. I mean, I liked it, but I mean, listen, I could listen. I could see I could see let what me,
0: you mean. Let me tell you, Let me tell you this: in the first movie, they messed up because the best part about Spider-Man is that it sucks to be Spider-Man, and it didn't suck to be Spider-Man. And on top of that, he didn't fight nobody. Mm. but that all that stuff aside though um just saying you know i'm I'm kind of a debbie downer i mean i just look at things
1: in a more realistic view i, I prefer to the term pragmatist you're a pragmatic you look at things as it is not shazam as you want wasn't them. that
0: good of a movie either neither <laughs> was captain marvel
1: i didn't like captain marvel it wasn't that good it was, it was, it was, it it was kind was of generic good, but it wasn't that good
0: it wasn't like oh best movie of the year no it wasn't you know like i don't know anyway the point is this though all right the story this guy's got to tell is amazing. You have to see these teasers. You have to see the artwork. The artwork's good, it's great. I mean, yeah, he's right. There might be people out there that's better than him. I mean, there's plenty. I, would, I would have to say so. Yeah, there's plenty of people out there that's better than him at, at, at drawing these, these, uh, these characters. But um, the story though, and what's going on in there is, is really, really interesting. Um, all stemming from his life experiences without him even knowing.
1: That's, you know? that's usually how it works. you a lot of writers unconsciously grab from their own life experiences
0: yeah and so you gotta think about you gotta think about this 11 year old boy who realized he likes the, his, his great ability to draw is what he wants to do with his life. He's been thinking of a, of a story of a, of a comic or a manga well it's manga but he's been thinking of a manga since since he was 11 right and he got bogged down just like everybody else. all right you get out you get out of school regardless if it's high school college graduate school it doesn't matter you get out of school and you don't immediately go do what you want to do some people do and that's great more power to you that's awesome but Mm -hmm. for the vast majority we don't we don't just get out of school and go do the thing that we went to go to school to do you know people there are people who go out to school to be um as stereotypic as i can be possibly here but to be a doctor and they get out of school And they work at Subway. Or you have people that go to school to become uh, an accountant or, or, you know, just whatever it may be. And they end up working somewhere.
1: If I may add. Um, um, real well, quick, of course. Real quickly. It's just that I'm, I was saying a lot, of the, a lot of the reasons too is that, wow, I had a very clear idea of what I wanted to do. I also allowed arbitrary and a lot of the times illusory limitations that were not really real expectations from society um, to determine my path I only now I realize it was so simple I could always have done the internet yeah. all the complexities all of those years that didn't have to happen it was in el- I pl- put those obstacles in myself I erected that and then I think how many people in life put these obstacles in their way without even realizing it that's not well, even- it's,
0: it's, it's, it's partially that and it's also partially it's what you're being told you're you were lied to just like almost all of us right? actually all of us we were all lied to okay they tell you especially here in the states they tell you go to school get a degree yep get a job bullshit right and you don't always need to do that to do what you want
1: to do there are many <sighs> many many career fields out there that don't require it's the 21st century you got op- more options than yeah. than all the generations before you had combined like that's true that is true. The twentieth, the governments are still operating under twentieth-century mindsets. The world has changed; they haven't evolved with it. But you viewers out there, with you got compute. I mean, the, the, look, this smartphone, like this, has more power than it took than all the computational power to put the Apollo on the moon. Yeah, like we could do sub- multiple Apollo missions on this thing. It's ridiculous we're, we're capable of doing now.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I want to be in charge of Apollo missions. <laughs> I think All some right, people right. would die that day. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but it's ridiculous. Like the yeah, options that are available now. We, we have a lot more at our, at our disposal than we know. Um, but ultimately though, you go through, you go through life, you go through life the same way, Right thinking what am i gonna do how am i gonna do it and how how do i get there like Mm -hmm. what do i want how do i get it pretty much right and society tells you one thing sometimes that's not the case so you go through your you go through life going through shitty situations uh, dead-end jobs and you think to yourself all of that was for nothing and that's not true I think it's
1: never for nothing. I think the greatest tragedy is that the education system is so outdated, so obsolete. Oh, I agree. And like we don't, we no one is prepared for the twenty. Like our generation got screwed over with the college thing. The students at the biggest scam. So
0: here's here's your here's your prescription. All right, all right. Here's your prescription. Take your failures and take your take your garbage situations, and use them as your stepping stones to, to your success all right so every day when you go to the job that you hate and you sit there and think oh man i hate this place it's easier said than done but shift your mindset and say i need to learn from this experience because i guarantee you you will find a lot of good life lessons and you will find a lot of abilities and skills that you didn't have before that you'll formulate at this place that is it yeah just uh just just take your failures and and learn from them i know it sounds kind of cliche ish i know it sounds you know whatever but the point is the more the more you're reminded of it the more you think about it in different aspects and different different um viewpoints like for example what's happening with josh here i mean seriously that this is this is this is a dream and dream come true this is a this is the dreams in the in the making here okay um He's gonna finally publish his his uh, his his artwork and and his story, and people
1: are gonna love it. And also, like it's it's never too late. Like I'm 25. Um, people think like once you hit like 30, like game over. It's it's you're you're young, like it's never too late. Like get that out of your head. It's never too late. Like if you want to like do what makes you happy, like fuck what everyone else thinks. That doesn't matter. It's your happiness you're talking about. That's right.
0: All right. Well, we'll thanks leave. for tuning in. All right. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. Check out the teasers. All right. Check out his uh, his, his his um his content. All right. It's, and, it's good. Yeah, we'll put There's the link, link below. below. <laughs> There's a yes. link below. Okay. Check out the link
1: below. I look forward to being a part of the podcast. You know, um, it's gonna be fun. Um, it's gonna be a great adventure. And you're and join us in this journey. And together we're gonna make this a big thing. And it's you know it's a sort of a beautiful thing. This is the Owl Shogun. This is the doc and we're signing off. off.